Shulchan Arachadav, we are in Simen Shinches. At the end of Halacha Yudalit, section 308, we are towards the end of the 14th Halacha. We learned that the Isser of Muktza, the this that it is forbidden uh, when it comes to items that are Muktza, so that is that, that, that applies to moving that article. Touching it is permitted, uh, provided, of course, as we learned, that the item does not move. Because he is not allowed to move it, but he is allowed to touch it. So we give an example. Let's say you have a candelabra that is hanging. So if you touch it, it's likely to move. So that would be forbidden. But if it's firmly on a table, that would be allowed because it uh, should not move. Similarly, the Altarebbe said, you could put something on top of something that is muksa. Again, as long as it is unlikely that um, it will move. It is not likely that it will move. Also, continues the Altarebbe. You can even sit on an article that is muktza, even if it moves beneath him. And here, why, why is that allowed? Didn't we just say that you're not allowed to move it? The answer is, uh, because it is being moved in an unusual manner. And this leniency is granted, provided he does not touch it with his hand, as will be explained. The rationale for the latter point is that it is not forbidden to derive benefit from using any article that is muksa, provided one does not cause it to move. You're allowed to benefit from it as long as you don't move it. This is permitted as long as, while using the article that is muksa, he does not perform a specific forbidden act using the substance of the article that is muksa. For example, it is prohibited on a festival to light a fire um, under wood that is muksa, even though he does not move the wood at all as will be explained in section 501. So here, that's forbidden, because you're doing a, um, you're doing a forbidden act here. But if, if the, uh, say the fire was already burning, you're not touching it, you could benefit from it, can't move it, but uh, again, you're not allowed to perform a forbidden activity using the article that is muksa. However, um, if you can benefit from it, again, as long as you're not doing a forbidden activity, you may benefit from it if you don't move it. Okay, this concludes Allah Yudalid, Allah fifteen. All articles that are mukta are only forbidden to be moved in the same manner they are ordinarily moved during the week. In other words, with one's hands. If it is, however, permitted to move an article that is mukta with one's uh, body, as will be explained in section 311, uh, in the 15th Allah, and there the Al-Tarebbe offers the example of using one's body to move straw on a bed where he wants to lie down. This is called moving an article in an unusual manner. That's called tiltul kalachayad. Because it is a deviation, a shinoi, from the ordinary weekday manner of moving it. Therefore, it is permitted to move an article that is muktza with one's feet, moving it from place to place while walking if one needs the place it occupies. And we should point out that this applies even to something that is muktza gomer, an article that is muktza in an absolute sense. For if the object was a utensil used for a forbidden purpose, it could be picked up by hand if its place was required. Okay. Or even a person can move an article with one's feet, even for the sake of the article that is mukta itself, in order to hide it away. Needless to say, one may move an article by blowing on it. There is no greater example of moving an article in an unusual manner than this.
This concludes Halacha Tazva 15. Now we're going to talk about Eklisha Malachti Laheter. We have been talking about Eklisha Malachti Laheter, something that is uh, a utensil used for forbidden purpose. Now we're going to talk about a utensil used for a permitted activity. One may move a utensil that is used for a permitted activity. In other words, it says designated for an activity that is allowed on Shabbos, for example, a cup, a bowl, or the like. Not only may one um, move such an utensil for permitted, again, not only may such a utensil be moved so that it may be used for a permitted purpose, or because one needs its place, it may also be moved for the sake of the utensil itself. In other words, if one is concerned that the utensil might break or be stolen in its present place, he may move it from there to hide it. He may also move it from direct exposure to the sun into the shade if he's concerned that it may crack in the sunlight. Okay. Today we discussed more about the fact that one uh, cannot move something that's muksa, but one may benefit from it as long as they don't perform a forbidden activity with it, um, or may even touch it if it won't move. We also discussed that there are ways in which way one may move it, if it's kila'achar yad, if it's unusual, as there's a shinoi, and one does it in an unusual manner.